0: Radio Gate Talk Radio. Right. So we've seen over the years a bunch of different examples. Of how mainstream news is nothing but a bunch of controlled talking points where you can take local news transmissions from San Francisco and Seattle and New York and Chicago and Florida and Georgia and Missouri and Kansas and Minnesota. And it's your local news, CBS, NBC, Fox affiliate, with your local teleprompter reading talking head. And they're all saying the exact same thing. They do it during the election season. They do it with big news stories. They did it with the vaccines. They did it with COVID. We've seen dozens of these examples now. And with more people awake than ever and the ability to record and archive this stuff, we have these compilations all over the internet. But a new one has emerged. And of course, Twitter is quickly becoming the most free speech-oriented platform on the Internet, all things considered, size, scale, scope, and, and freedom of speech. It is the number one platform when you look at all the metrics. And so, of course, the local media is going to be out to attack it. Now, before you see this clip, I've explained it before. I want to explain it again. Most people that you see on local television, your news stations, now I'm not saying they're bad people. They might be great people. But they really have no idea what's going on. It's all presentation. The hair, the makeup, the cameras, the lights, the studios, the teleprompters, the cuts, the flashes. The local shots of the ambulances and the traffic stops and everything. Most of them have no idea what's really going on in the world. Most of them don't have a general idea what planet they even live on. They would hop right in line to take 10 COVID vaccines, not knowing any better but they like the prestige, they like the local fame that it brings them, and so they embrace it, they do a good job of it. But most, most of them have no idea what's going on. And that's why you see some local news reporters like Christy Lee or Ivory Hecker leaving the field because they know this isn't real news, this is all presentation. So here's your presentation from your local news teleprompter reading talking heads all getting fed the exact same script from the national talking points, which are really from the Democrat party telling you to look out for what you see on Twitter. You'll want to be even more cautious when reading about COVID on Twitter. Be
1: extra cautious when you're looking for health information in the Twitterverse.
0: The company drops
2: its
1: COVID misinformation policy. Twitter has dropped its COVID 19 misinformation policy. Be cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious. While looking for health information on the Twitterverse, be extra cautious while looking for health information on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking at health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while you're looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious
0: while looking for health information on Twitter be extra cautious when looking for health information on Twitter be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter be extra cautious what you see on the Twitter first. be extra cautious what you see on the Twitter uh, uh. oh my gosh are you guys laughing as hysterically as I am at that you see when I when I first got into media and I realized, the news really works. I was so turned off by it. I mean, this is the only place where I could have possibly worked. Folks, you got to understand, I'm not trying to be rude to these people in that video, but I saw how it all worked and I looked at the people behind the cameras with all the makeup and the hair gel and the stylus and all of it and the hairspray and I said, that is never going to be me. I am never going to be a stooge that reads off a teleprompter like a ninny. Be cautious of information you see on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. It is the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Live, right now on Band.Video. And I have to say, I am pleased at what I am seeing in the early stages of the 118th Congress. I really am, and I know it's early, but we haven't really seen anything like this before. And while I would have liked last night's interview with Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, and Laura Ingram to have gone a little differently, it was reassuring enough, and it was clarifying enough, with some of the actions that we're seeing, to make me feel good about the 118th Congress. Now, maybe that's just in comparison to what we've had, and and overall the thing is still pathetic. In fact, I've got an argument to make on that today. But I am really pleased. But then there's the Biden administration, and it's up to all of its shenanigans. But here's what's amazing. And this story continues to play itself out. It's 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 video game simulation esque how this continues to happen. what am I talking about? every single thing that they the deep state, the Democrats, the fake news media, the trump haters every single thing that they accused Donald Trump of they in this case Biden is guilty of you cannot make it up it is truly mystical actually it is like seeing a unicorn rare what are the odds of this the russian collusion that was the clintons trump classified documents that was biden trump bad phone call with ukraine that was biden And then all of this new stuff with the Trump taxes and one of Trump's business uh, associates now going to jail. Oh, yeah. Oh, Trump. Oh, it's Trump that is laundering money and cheating with the taxes. Oh, give me a break. That's almost every member of Congress probably in my life. I don't even have the list in front of me. I know there's more. Every single thing they've accused Donald Trump of doing that he was innocent of they, the Democrats, have done between Biden and the Clintons, or one of them, some someone in the Democrat Party has done or is even in the process of doing. Its It's, it's honestly a wonder. It's truly mystical. <laughs> and so the <laughs> the classified documents is just the latest. And maybe the most ridiculous. Because, of course, the media is out covering it up today. telling, Oh, nothing to see here. But what's the real attitude? What's the real approach? What is the real argument that is being made in defense of Joe Biden by the Democrats, by the media? It's that, oh, it's Joe Biden. He's allowed to do it. And, and, and so, what is that really saying? You know, when it's them committing the crimes, you know, when it's the deep state, when it's the career politicians, when it's the Clintons and the Bidens or the Bushes or Obama, you know, the kids in the cages. When it's, oh, there's another one. Oh, Trump has the kids in cages. It was Obama. There's another one. I mean, we can just continue going. Trump has kids in cages. Obama. Oh, Trump is giving, Trump is sharing nuclear secrets uh again obama clinton it's mystical it, it's it's a it's a wonderment but it's like watching a, the biggest shooting star ever shoot across the sky you can't even believe it's real and you're watching it and nobody else sees it nobody else gets it nobody else wants to talk about it or look at it so you just say, wow i guess i get to just watch this shooting star myself Every single thing they've accused Donald Trump of, they've been guilty of. And so now the latest. We'll get into the classified documents. But but this, what Trump did is innocent enough. What Biden did with these classified documents actually begs many a question. And the media won't answer it. And they'll protect Biden because it's, hey, 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 he's Biden. He's a member of the accepted D.C. class. He's, come on. If Trump does it, he's not an accepted member of the elite D.C. class. we got to go after him. we got to destroy him. When Biden does it, no, 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 no. We don't. Come on. It's Biden. It's Uncle Joe. That's really what their defense of Biden here is, because they have no other defense. He's caught, guilty, red-handed, probably a crime that he committed. He wasn't even the president. He doesn't have the presidential rights that were established by Judge Amy Berman Jackson when Bill Clinton did it. So, so, it wasn't just Biden that took the classified documents. At first, it was Clinton, which then they set the precedent with Judge Amy Berman Jackson. Yes, that Judge Amy Berman Jackson. That the president can have any classified materials. It's the presidential privilege. They did it to protect Bill Clinton's ass. Trump knew the law, so he was protected. But then they said, Trump's not allowed to do it, only Bill Clinton. But then, see, Joe Biden, he wasn't even the president. Oh... And they're all concerned with nuclear secrets and Trump. Oh, but the Biden documents deal with Iran, who got our drone technology, which has now been given to Russia, that is being used against Ukraine, and directly dealing with Ukraine. And I just remember that, too. Whenever you hear about Iranian drones being used by the Russians, those are our drones that Obama gave the Iranians. But don't let that get in the way of a good narrative. Uh, You know, other news on the good news with the Republicans. So we've got a bunch of political news here. And then I've got a bunch of geopolitical news here with Russia, Ukraine, uh, just protests happening around the world, continuing in Brazil. We'll cover all of that. Uh, We do have the crime, the crime continuing. The Davos story, I think this is going to be big. But it's just business as usual. These are the people that are going to determine how the AI will be integrated with the corporate world government social credit score system so that the entire planet can be treated like slaves.
3: It's just policy.
0: Like, oh, it's just policy that we're going to make sure that you can't have a gas-powered stove anymore. It's just policy. It's just policy that you won't be able to buy or sell without the microchip or the vaccine. Vaccine. It's just policy. And they'll be setting that policy at Davos. So we've got that, some other vaccine news, and some other news today. And who knows? The way things develop, there could be a breaking news story before we're off the air. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you this, and I'm telling myself this, because I had to open a new a new batch of vitamin-mineral fusion today at my house, and so I'm running low But it's not just me running low. The store is running low on vitamin mineral fusion. So I'm going to be making a big purchase to make sure that I've got a good stock of vitamin mineral fusion if and when it sells out in the near future. And so because of the low stock, we are going to be soon ending the 50% off special on vitamin mineral fusion. We might sell out before it ends, but that's where it's at right now. So I'm going to be making sure to be stocking up on vitamin mineral fusion because I start every morning with vitamin mineral fusion. And I'm going to make sure that that trend continues as uh, I'm starting to run low. But if you're like me, uh, I'm going to be making a big purchase and stocking up on Vitamin Mineral Fusion while it's 50% off and in stock so that I'm not out of it when we're out of stock at the store, like we've been on so many other things, like the Real Red Pill Plus, which is finally back in stock. And, of course, selling out fast, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, it's always your support, at Infowarsstore.com that keeps us on the air. All right, we're going to get into this political news when we come back from this short break.
2: There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are gonna defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top, but right now is the critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now donate now donate now. Donate now. Donate now. Donate now. Introducing our new incredible supplement line, InfoWars MD. Now in 60 seconds, it's hard to tell you how incredible these products are, but All of these products are already sold on store shelves under other brand names for up to twice the cost. We're selling it to you. These are high-end. These are the very best. You know our body's ultimate turmeric formula is amazing? Well, guess what? We now have turmeric 95 that's basically the same formula for a lower price. CBD oil of the highest quality. Up to 50% less than major competitors selling the exact high quality full spectrum CBD. And it goes on for all the new InfoWars MD products at InfoWarsStore.com. The highest quality directly from the manufacturer to your door at prices up to 50%, in some cases 100% lower than what they're sold for in stores. InfoWars MD at InfoWarsStore.com.
3: Fours.com forward slash show.
4: We are back
1: in session here in Washington, D.C., and I'm about to cast my vote for our very first bill this Congress. It's two pages, not thousands. It has one subject and zero earmarks. Oh, and it'll help stop the harassment of the American citizens by prohibiting those 87,000 IRS agents from ever even being hired. That's conservative governance at its finest. More freedom, less
2: government, and we are just getting started.
0: Thank goodness Lauren Boebert squeaked through in the midterm elections to be in there. Really like what she's doing. And really like the the updates that she's constantly giving on her Twitter account. Thank you, Elon Musk, for keeping it free. Because if Elon Musk didn't purchase it, Lauren Boebert would probably be banned. Probably would have received that old Democrat Party ban. But there she is telling us what's going on in D.C. And we appreciate her for it. But let's look at some of what else is going on here. Texas Republicans file articles of impeachment against Mayorkas. A Texas Republican has filed articles of impeachment against Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas Wasting little time in the new Congress to act on a GOP priority, leadership has said would come thorough uh, would come after thorough investigation. And so, this was one of the issues. This is one of the big issues they talked about it last night, Gates and Bobert on Ingram, that they got McCarthy to concede on. And I have to say, they they really did win this battle. They got the one vote uh, measure to to oust the speaker. They get the vote on term limits. They got a commitment to border security. They got a commitment to no more omnibus bills. And so the Senate the Senate can't even, the House won't even hear it if it doesn't abide by the latest rules. So, so McConnell can't lobby for these massive bills and, and, and leverage whatever power he has in D.C. So they got some good concessions. And like I said, I, I was a McCarthy. I, I was basically a never McCarthy, but... All right, he got in. He got the votes. I liked his speech. I'm willing to give it a shot. We'll see. We'll be critical. We'll be watching. But this has been a good start. Impeach Mayorkas. Now, ultimately, you've got to impeach Biden if you want to do anything about the border. But but that's not even, what do you even impeach Biden on? There's a list. There's options there. So I guess this isn't the angle to go after Biden. And you go and you impeach Mayorkas instead. It's a disaster down there. And then you have Biden down there And there's like a war raging between the Mexican drug cartels and the government Just an all out war Biden's down there parading around with Justin Trudeau He's going to do something about the border No, he's down there for a photo op He's down there with a 40 car Convoy telling you to Save the planet by stop By stopping driving Your vehicle, your gas powered vehicle While he's got a nice convoy down there So Articles of impeachment introduced against Mayorkas. And, I, I, folks, I'm telling you, the way I think I think the Republicans are actually strategically putting bold leadership in positions of influence and power in D.C. to actually get stuff done, like impeaching Mayorkas. Now, I, I don't know if anything will come of it, but there's action there. There's a desire there. Here's Claudia Tenia, another one of the good ones from New York. With a GOP majority in the House, this year is our chance to truly fight back and demand election integrity for all citizens in our nation. As co-chair of the Election Integrity Caucus, that is going to be my focus every day. Claudia Tenney, focusing on the issue of election integrity. We'll be watching that closely. But again, this has never even been an issue that the Republicans make. You don't see any Republican leadership ever putting this at the front and saying we're going to deal with it. Claudia Tenney, representative from New York, is with the Election Integrity Caucus. More good signs coming out of the 118th Congress. Even McCarthy is showing signs of a pulse. Do we have to take McCarthy off our our, our radar? When we would, we would be searching for McConnell and McCarthy for a heart rate, for a pulse... D- have we found one? Have we found... I think, folks, I think we might have to take McCarthy off the radar here. I think we found one. I think we have located a pulse. Now, McConnell and McDaniel maybe still need to remain. We might have a pulse. I think I'm sensing life from McCarthy. Me, I thought I th- I almost declared him dead on the table politically. I'm sensing life. Speaker McCarthy moves to remove Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff and Ilhan Omar from congressional committees. I'm, I'm starting to like what I see here. A pulse. <laughs> Signs of life. I don't even believe it. Eric Swalwell had a relationship with a Chinese spy. Ilhan Omar broke federal immigration laws marrying her brother. Adam Schiff is a serial liar and a favorite of the far-left Democrats, who still has yet to produce the evidence he claims he has proving Russian co- collusion. Why are you holding on to that evidence, Adam Schiff? <laughs> he doesn't have any evidence. Signs of life from McCarthy. I, I tell you what, we're not gonna ta- we're not gonna completely take him off the radar yet. But not gonna completely take him off the radar yet. But if I see if I see more signs of life out of Kevin McCarthy, we will take him off of our sonar radar, and 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 it'll just be McConnell and McDaniel after that. Because this is sign a sign of life. You got to like that from Kevin McCarthy. Trump waves in. Trump says Adam Schiff should be prosecuted for the damage he has done to our country. That pencil neck. Yeah. Where is the Russian clues and evidence, Schiff? Why do you refuse to show us the evidence? Adam, you claimed you had it. During the House hearings, you claimed you had the evidence. Where is it? It's probably where the sun don't shine is where you stuck it. Gates introduces amendment to bring C SPAN cameras back to the House floor. A little more transparency in government. Plus, C SPAN ratings gotta be hitting all time highs right now. There's gotta be C SPAN has to be enjoying this. Now you heard Lauren Boebert. You heard Lauren Boebert on the issue of the IRS, and there's some other news here. House Republicans to vote on bill abolishing IRS, eliminating income tax. So so this is a little misleading. They are voting to stop the hiring of the 87,000 agents. And I, I do believe that's going to win. I don't see how that doesn't win. Even Democrats should get behind that. But uh, in fact, they already voted on it, actually. I apologize. I have got they already voted on it. Every Democrat voted to uphold the IRS hiring 87,000 agents. Every Democrat every democrat wants more irs agents coming after you by the way they've done the research irs agents are are eight, like it's like you're like 800 times more likely to be audited by an irs agent if you're in a red state it's it's clearly targeting conservatives but it didn't really abolish the irs but it's basically trying to rewrite the tax law it's called the fair tax act and so basically it'll just legislate the irs out of out of Necessity. They just will. There'll just be nothing they can do anymore. So they are going to get rid of the eighty-seven thousand, and they could basically neuter the IRS with this new tax bill. That I think, I don't think it's perfect, but it's better than what we got.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting development has just taken place. I want to encourage you all to go to infoWarsStore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong, high-quality formula. Down and out sleep support liquid is very fast acting, taken out of the tongue. It's got a very good dose of melatonin, passion flower, valerian root extract, lemon balm, and German chamomile. All of these compounds are documented on record to help give you deeper, cleaner, healthier sleep. And that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world. And we've got some other great sleep aids as well, and they're excellent. They're all different formulas. But this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So Down and Out, sold out for more than five months, is now back available at InfoWarStore.com. So get better, deeper rest, boost your immune system, and support the InfoWar with Down and Out sleep support at InfoWarStore.
3: The War Room InfoWars.com forward slash show. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with
0: Owen Schroyer.
3: Share this message right now at band.video.
0: So I may need some help with this from the crew or maybe the callers later on. I'm, I'm coming up with a list. It's this mystical phenomenon that we're experiencing where everything, the Democrats, the mainstream media accused Donald Trump of, it's the Democrats that are actually guilty of Obama, Clinton, and Biden. And I was trying to come up with just a short list here, this this mystical list. Uh, secret documents. It wasn't Trump, it was the Clintons and Obama, or excuse me, it was Clinton and Biden when he was vice president for Obama. Uh, the quid pro quo with Ukraine, they tried to impeach Trump over, that was actually Biden in front of the Council on Foreign Relations. We have the videos. Russian collusion, we find out that was Clinton paying for the Russian dossier, uh, all of it. The kids, really, Russian collusion, you can go with Biden, too, with his deals with former Moscow mayors and such. But we'll just stick with Clint for this. Kids in cages. They said it was Trump. Kids in cages. That was actually Obama. They, they would even share v- images and videos of kids in cages from Obama's years in office and say, look, Trump has the kids in cages. And it was from Trump's year, uh, Obama's years in office, not Trump's. That's the short list here. I might need some help from the crew or maybe the listeners will take calls because I, I I do believe there's more. I do believe the tale to this mystical political shooting star known as everything they accuse Trump of, they're guilty of. I believe there's more on that list, but now it's the documents. And so they're all in a tizzy to cover this story up. Now, when it was Trump with the secret documents, it was the biggest story in television for like a month. For about a month, this was their top story. And and drawing it out and dragging it out and camera crews at Mar-a-Lago and the raid and all the drama and the sensationalizing and all of it, of course, was legal. Trump had the right as president with a precedent set by Judge Amy Berman Jackson to protect Bill Clinton when he took classified documents. And the judge at the time, it's a Democrat judge, Amy Berman Jackson. We know her well now, famous for the Roger Stone case. They had to protect Bill for the documents. So Judge Jackson said, no, the president, nothing is classified for the president, which maybe she gets that one right. Nothing is classified for the president. It's the president. So Clinton having the documents is perfectly fine. He was the president. And so, but that same logic and legal precedent, more importantly, didn't apply to Donald Trump in their eyes. And so it was the biggest story ever, even though it was already par for the course and and, and a precedent there. And it makes you wonder, is it really this mystical thing we're experiencing in this crazy crazy simulation called life that we're witnessing right now, that we're a part of right now? Or is Trump that much of a political genius that he would set them up for this? I mean, he's not even in control of what they're doing, or maybe somehow he is. (laughs) The whole thing is just insane. But so, oh, they're having their compare and contrast on CNN and MSNBC. Oh, here's Trump's documents. Here's Biden's documents. And they're making it look like, oh, Biden's documents are no big deal, nothing to see here, except the difference is, Biden was not the president. Biden does not have protection under law to have the documents. There are no precedents set in court cases where the vice president gets to take presidential classified documents. So all the comparison and contrasts they make are irrelevant. Trump was president. Biden was not. But it doesn't matter. Their job is to protect Joe Biden. And so they'll do a whole thing probably on 60 Minutes this week. Defending Joe Biden and and making the big thing about Trump again, but it's just like Leslie Stahl. These people are so arrogant. These people are so belligerent in their will to dominate you. The president of the United States gets interviewed by 60 minutes and says, well, remember, I got spied on by Obama and Leslie Stahl says, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No real evidence exists. You're talking to the president. You whacked out woman. So you watch; they'll do it. They'll do some gambit. They'll do it all week, saying, "Oh, Biden is. Oh, no big deal." They might even have to come out and admit what Biden did was illegal, maybe. But they'll just say, "Hey, it's Biden. It's okay. Hey, he's Joe Biden. It's okay. It's not Donald Trump. It's okay when Biden does it." And they'll just ex- expect you to accept that, or they'll try to make it like, "Oh, it's no big deal. Yeah, it was only a handful of documents. Yeah, it was only this. Eh, but what's the real story?" Why did Biden have the documents? Why was he storing them at a Pennsylvania office? Was it incompetence and recklessness? Or was there some sort of motive for that? Don't expect these questions to be asked or answered in the mainstream media. They'll somehow make it about Trump again. Justice Department is examining small number. Oh, there it is. Small number of classified documents found at Biden think tank. Small number. See, it's a small number. Uh, Well, uh, it can be a big or small number. He was never the president. Trump was. Top secret intelligence documents related to Ukraine and Iran found in Biden's private office. Now, that's the significance. We all know about Joe Biden's deals in Ukraine and the quid pro quo and all the other corruption going on in Ukraine. Joe Biden and the Biden crime family have been involved with corruption in Ukraine for over a decade is that why Joe Biden had uh, documents relating to Ukraine and then the Iran issue that's that's a whole other curious issue dare i say i'm going to go out on a crazy limb here and go out on a conspiracy theory cuz I'm, fig- I'm just trying to figure i'm trying to figure Biden having Ukraine documents that that one seems rather obvious he's got interest in Ukraine we all know about his statements at the council on foreign relations and they're still doing business in Ukraine so the Ukraine stuff again sits But the Iran stuff, why, what, what interest would Joe Biden have, say, risking it all to take classified documents about Iran or with communications with Iran? Why? Why would he have that? I get the Ukraine, but Iran, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure this out. So my conspiracy theory, as far out on a limb as I may be going here, would Joe Biden take classified documents to blackmail Barack Obama? We all know about Obama was doing in Iran. The cash payments, the weapons transfers, the drone technology. Would Biden have taken blackmail on Obama? That's my conspiracy theory. The Ukraine documents seem obvious, but why the Iran stuff? Don't ask the media to ask or answer these questions. Intel memos on Iran and Ukraine among documents found at Biden office. China upped its donations to the Biden Center. That's the one where they found the documents. 400% with a $50 million donation after Biden announced his campaign. Bought and paid for Joe Biden. A joke, a clown, a crook, a criminal. Making our country a laughing stock. A scratching pull. But see, it's all good when it's Joe. It's all good. The media will protect Joe. But oh, look at the scrutiny. Donald Trump continues to be under. Georgia's special grand jury ends probe of Trump in 2020 election. and they were trying to, they were trying to pin crimes on Trump to say he couldn't run for office again, that he incited a riot. It failed. A grand jury in Atlanta that has been investigating whether then president Trump and his allies committed any crimes while trying to overturn the 20 overturn the 2020 election loss in Georgia has finished its work no charges against Trump and others yeah no kidding it was all political mo- it was all political and then they they know it's political they know it's fake and then they say ooh trump's under investigation so they get behind closed doors and they scheme on how they can make Trump look bad and they say i know let's launch a probe in Atlanta and we'll run headlines saying he's under probe for crimes. And then the whole the whole public perception is Trump's a criminal, but then it's them, the criminals, running the gambit, making you think he's a criminal. So he gets the scrutiny. Ex-Trump organization CFO Alan Weissenberg sent to Rikers Island for tax fraud. Folks, this is look, honestly, this is not even tax fraud. This is this is so ridiculous. So they're claiming he dodged one point seven million dollars, not in payments received but in "quote unquote company perks. So oh you had access to an apartment in Trump Tower. Oh you had access to a vehicle that was owned by Trump and it was valued at 1.7 million dollars for the time you're using it. And this is such bogus. It's clearly political. And none of this should be even going on. If you or a business or anybody owns a building or owns an apartment or a car and you want to let somebody use it for any purpose, you should be allowed to do that and the government should go F off.
2: You want to beat the new world order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist and I've got their number and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family infowarsstore.com for the best supplements and more or just make a straight donation big red banner at the top of infowarsstore.com and that way all the money goes towards the fight not part of it going towards product cost but I thank you all for your support please commit now to go to infowarsstore.com and get great products and make donations I thank you for your support now take action the globalists are counting on you not taking action Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars Live products have always been the highest quality, triple tested, and you've seen the rave reviews. But doing deep research, we made contact with the top company in the United States, and it turned out they were supplying almost all the raw materials to the companies that we were already using. So we've gone directly to the source, and that means we can give you lower prices on the very same high-quality supplements, and in some cases, even better. Introducing Infowars MD at InfoWarsStore.com InfoWarsMD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com has 10 new products Turmeric 95, Libido RX, Better Mood Nitric Boost, Mushroom Max Anotropic, Angel's Vitality Collagen Superfood Greens and more. Just take the Superfood Greens This is the highest quality greens out there and it's at a price way, way lower than the same product on store shelves for up to twice the cost. Find InfoWarsMD at Store.
3: Dot com for Slash Show.
0: You know, I like Ron Paul's response to all of this. Trump's tax returns show the evil of the income tax. That should be the unified cry of the American people. Sadly, we're divided. House divided surely will fall apart. And so instead of all of us, we the people, despite our differences, we can't even rise up and cry out together, stop stealing my money. Stop financially raping me. Stop making me work for interests and people and wars that I have no business being involved in or desire being involved in. No, we don't get that unification. We don't get that clarion call. Instead, every single Democrat voted to expand the IRS powers and the tax powers against the American people, which is, of course, just weaponized government. Just look what they did to... Trump's business partner, CFO, Alan Weisselberg. And I'm watching all the response to the liberals on this, and it's just amazing how ignorant and stupid people are every time. They're saying, this is ridiculous. He should be going to jail for longer. It's white privilege. Look at Wesley Snipes. Look at Al Sharpton. That's not even the point. They don't even know why Weisselberg is being charged with tax evasion they they just they just assume oh look he's white he was stealing money when it's not the story they don't know the story again it's like whether you hate Trump love Trump hate white people love white people do you really want the government to come after you Do you really want the government to be coming after you saying you owe me money give me that money or go to jail you really want that how about this I don't pay taxes. You don't pay taxes. You get to keep more money. I get to keep more money. But why does the left always, at the end of the day, always end up supporting higher taxes and bigger government? Because how else are they going to control your life? How, can, how does a leftist have the means and resources to control your life? Individually, it doesn't. But with the power of government and bureaucracy, it can dominate you. And that's what the left is all about. And historically speaking, always ends up being authoritarian and totalitarian. So sadly, we can't all, as Americans say, stop taxing us, let us keep our money. No, the left again cries for bigger government, bigger government control, more weaponized government because they believe they will seize that power. And they know that they have the genuine desire to take that power and use it. their advantage and their will, where conservatives don't. We don't like the power of government. We know how dangerous it is. We know how it can be used against us, and so we don't want to use it against our enemies. Complete opposite on the left side. But I'm digressing. Ron, uh, Ron Paul's response to this was right. It's the evil of the tax return, or it's the evil of the tax period that should be the story from Trump's tax returns. Now, I'd love to see the IRS outrightly abolished as... Ted Cruz and others have called for. But the new tax bill being proposed would basically neuter it. But the Democrats are trying to expand the IRS's power and expand the taxation on you while you actually have legitimate movements in the Republican Party to try to to try to slash taxes and get rid of the IRS power. Like, who doesn't want that? I just I don't get it. Forget about the politicians. If I'm walking around, I don't know, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, I'm just walking around the street, I ask 100 people, do you like taxes? Who actually says yes? Do you want more taxes or less taxes? Who would actually say more? And I've actually done this experiment. I've actually gone to Democrat rallies and done this experiment. And they and see, they, don't, they know now when they get a microphone put in front of their face to not say anything too hastily because they've, been, they've fallen into the gotcha trap too many times. So now when I go around to leftist events, I'm like, hey, do you like more taxes? Or, hey, do you like big government? They have to be like, well, because if they're being honest, no, they don't like big government. No, they don't like more taxes. But they can't be honest because all their policies and all the things they push for and all the things they promote and all the things they try to ram down your throat are all the exact opposite of less government. So they can't come out and say, oh, I'm for less government. Cause then you would say, really? Cause you support all these big government policies. That'd be the gotcha moment. So they say, well, it depends. No, you don't like big government. You like big government as a tool against your opposition. That's your modern day leftist. But here you go. More of the double standard. So, the Biden administration is weighing a nationwide ban on gas stoves. Look, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've seen the studies, and and there's more than one study, quite frankly. The, the one study they're using was probably politicized and bought and paid for. But there's a bunch of studies. And and look, I, I'd say that there's some evidence out there that a gas stove can lead to health problems. And if you think about it, I, I mean, I don't think it's that surprising. You're talking about a, a flammable gas being essentially leaked into your home. I mean, you're lighting it on fire. And so, yeah, I mean, that that gets into your house's air quality. And, you yeah, know, it could probably cause some problems. Are they sensationalizing it? Are they, are they making it sound worse than it could be? Is it all about political power and shutting down your access to cheap and, and, and accessible natural gas? Absolutely, 100%. But there's probably a real thing there. There's probably a real health issue. I mean, I'm sure breathing in that is not good for you. Probably not good for your air quality in the house. But hey, having said that and admitting that, we all know what this is really about. This isn't about they don't they don't give. Oh yeah, the government wants you to be healthy. Give me a break. They tell you not to eat steak and eggs. They tell you to be to be vegan. They tell you to eat bugs. So no, this isn't the government caring about your health and safety. They 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 make you take an experimental injection that, do, that that's neither healthy or safe. So it's not about health. So when they pretend, oh it, oh, it causes asthma and all the allergies and stuff, oh, yeah, there might be some problems there with the natural gas stove. That it's probably very minor, but I'm sure there's something. Other studies have proven it. They've done studies on. The air quality in the house with a natural gas stove versus electric stove. And stuff. So there's real stuff. There's something there. I'm not going to deny that. And if they want to point that out as a problem and say, make a choice and culture and civilization decides to move on, then fine. I don't think that would be the case. I think the benefits still outweigh the costs. But of course, it's all about stopping the natural gas from going to your home. The cheapest, easy, easiest way for you to heat your home, the cheapest, easiest way for you to heat food if you need to. So, of course, they got to stop that. Of course, they want to stop putting that into our infrastructure. That's what it's all about. Cutting you off from all these what are really advanced technologies. Having the natural gas easily, cheaply accessible in your home. That's what it's all about. And there's already some precedent for this where they've uh, basically done something similar. The halogen and incandescent light bulb ban explained where they don't ban. You can still have one or buy one. You just can't make one. And so there's debate about that, too. I'm not going to get into the light bulb issue, but there's debate about that, too. But it's all precedent. It's all precedent for the government to say what you can and can't have in your house. And, of course, we ultimately know where this goes. Eventually, you don't have any decisions, You don't get to decide any of the stuff that goes in your house. The furniture, the plumbing, the energy units, nothing. Big corporate world government decides everything for you. What you eat, how you heat your house, how you light your house, or if you'll even be able to eat, heat, or light your house. But of course, as they're weighing the ban on natural gas stoves, better for cooking, I would say. The Bidens, well, they've got the gas stove in their house. Isn't it just nice? Isn't it just nice? The Bidens are going to, they'll probably make, they'll probably do it. They'll probably ban the manufacturing of gas stoves starting in 2024, but they've got a nice gas stove in their home. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? And as, what is she doing with it? Is that? I mean, is she cooking spinach on an open stovetop with no oil or butter or anything? Is this sickening what I'm seeing on the screen right here? What a freak show. But that's not the only double standard in the Biden household. The Biden administration is openly removing the wall from the southern border and directly taking the equipment. The Biden administration is directly taking the tools and the equipment and the infrastructure from the southern border wall, and they're putting it around Joe Biden's beach front mansion in delaware all right i'm kidding but they are they are taking down the wall at the southern border and they are building one up around joe biden's beachfront mansion now you say well they already had a wall folks that wall was temporary they're building a permanent wall we're talking wall of china level joe biden gets a nice big beautiful wall your southern border is wide open for criminals and drugs to pour in
2: Ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting development has just taken place. I want to encourage you all to go to InfoWarsStore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong, high-quality formula down and out sleep support liquid is very fast acting taken out of the tongue it's got a very good dose of melatonin passion flower valerian root extract lemon balm and german chamomile all of these compounds are documented on record to help give you deeper cleaner healthier sleep and that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world and we've got some other great sleep aids as well and they're excellent they're all different formulas but this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So, Down and Out, sold out for more than five months, is now back available at InfoWarsTore.com. So, get better, deeper rest, boost your immune system, and support the Info war with Down and Out Sleep Support at InfoWarsTore.
3: The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at
0: band.video. Well, you might not be surprised by this, but it certainly is concerning. Members of Congress rank only above telemarketers in poll on ethics and honesty. In other words, actually, when you dig down deeper to the numbers, I think that the numbers actually show that members of Congress are actually trusted less than telemarketers, a paltry 2% say the ethical standards of their elected representatives are very high. 2% very high ethical standards, say uh, Americans. Only 2% of Americans say our representatives have a very high ethical standard. That's probably uh, uh, too high of a number. Maybe 1%. And 7% say they are high, according to a Gallup poll. It also found that 62% say their lawmakers have honesty and ethics problems. So the majority, the vast majority of Americans, don't trust their lawmakers at all. 37% saying their standards are low, 25% 25% saying very low. So 25% of Americans think that the ethics standards for members of Congress is uh, are very low. So you have to ask yourself, how in the hell do people like Nancy Pelosi continue to get elected with numbers like this? Nobody likes them, nobody trusts them, and then they just continue to win. How is incumbency such a strong... How is incumbency such a strong booster in a campaign when nobody trusts politicians? Maybe it's because of voter apathy or maybe it's because of something else. But it doesn't make sense. So uh, I think when you look at all the numbers, members of Congress are trusted actually less than telemarketers. Because 6% of Americans say telemarketers have very high ethical standards. Only 2% of Americans say that about politicians. But here is a politician, here is an elected member of Congress that you can trust. I think one of the most underrated, and that is Thomas Massey talking about the new committee that I love to see trying to push back against the weaponization of government. Here's Thomas Massey, one of the good guys.
1: Gentleman from Massachusetts reserved. Gentleman from Oklahoma is recognized.
0: Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I yield two minutes to my very good friend,
1: the gentleman from uh, Kentucky, Mr. Massey. The gentleman from Kentucky is recognized for two minutes. I thank the gentleman from Oklahoma. The very words expressed by those opposed to this committee demonstrate the dire need for this committee. We've gone four years without oversight. And to quote Shakespeare, the lady doth protest too much, methinks. Those who argue against transparency may have something to hide. So I listened very closely when I listened, when I heard the former chairman of the Intelligence Committee, give the reason that maybe we shouldn't ask for this information from uh, from the intelligence community. He said the intelligence community, after this committee, may be reluctant to share information with Congress, that Congress needs to craft legislation. I would suggest if they are reluctant, they are disqualified from holding these positions. If they have grown so big that they are no longer accountable to the branch of government that created them, that funds them, and it is responsible for their oversight, then they need to be hemmed in. I implore my colleagues on the other side of the aisle to populate this committee with serious Democrats. I know there are some over there. I've worked with them. We've co-sponsored amendments on privacy over the past decade. Some of them have passed. Please populate it with serious members. Please, to my colleagues on this side of the aisle, give us the resources we need to do this job. And if I may rebut one thing that's been said on the other side of the aisle about ongoing criminal investigations, he says it's unprecedented that Congress would engage in an investigation that involves an ongoing criminal investigation. What was the January 6th committee? This is not unprecedented. It's what you've wasted millions of dollars on over the past two years. I, dirge, I urge adoption of this rule and support for the committee that it will create. And I yield back the balance of my gentlemen, time. back. I'm here gentlemen. to tell
0: you, common sense, care, concern, and conservatism has returned to the Pro- Republican Party. It really has. It hasn't completely taken it over, but it has returned and it is growing. There's none of it on the Democrat side of the aisle. And that's why people with high profile... Typical liberals and Democrats like Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, and others are coming out saying, I'm done with Democrats and liberals. I'm voting Republican because there's some common sense. We're now in hour number two of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And I want to go back in time to a story that generated a lot of interest at the time, really two stories that generated a lot of interest at the time that seem to be coming together. And it's Natalie Denise doing the groundwork on this issue, and that is the deaths of musicians Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. And so Natalie, as I said, has done the groundwork on this and is really getting into the weeds of this in some recent reporting and digging that she's done. And so Natalie, I want you to kind of lay out what you have concluded from this, because really there were a bunch of questions, maybe even assumptions, but uh, conclusions were never really reached. It was kind of just some stuff sitting out there in the in the fog of it. And so I want to introduce it with what my introduction to these stories were with the interest, because I imagine that was most people. Uh, with Chester Bennington, this one was interesting. But um, there were the rumors that he was the son of John Podesta, essentially the estranged son of John Podesta. People looked at Chester Bennington's history um, with the, the history of abuse as a child coming up through foster homes and then, of course, a spitting image of John Podesta. If it's just coincidence, it is still the case. And then with Chris Cornell, the mysterious death where it was rumored that he was working on a documentary to highlight the issue of human trafficking and specifically child sex trafficking. But it all was kind of hazy and foggy. No conclusions were really reached. But you've done some digging in recent weeks. And have you reached any conclusions, Natalie?
4: Nothing concretely conclusive, to be fair. So I I think most of this has really reached... A goal of laying everything out on the table. What I can conclude is that, in my personal opinion, I think that these facts were maybe uh, underreported or just plain old shorted uh, in, as far as any investigation goes. Uh, but what I can say is that, you know, from the initial theory that we all kind of believed with the silent children. Uh, this is just my personal opinion, but I think it was a bit of a distraction to look here and not there. Because there and are the silent children. That is the silent children. What is that, that exactly? Are out there.
0: What is the silent children?
4: So, the silent children is a documentary uh, documenting the uh, horrors of child. Uh, trafficking, child sex trafficking in uh, various countries. And uh, this was headed by a nonprofit at the time called Traffic Jam, which was headed by Paul Myhill. So, um, you know, as you probably have heard the theory, it, it was in it was implied that Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington were somehow part of this documentary. So that's what intrigued me to look into it.
0: But you think that was a distraction now?
4: Well, I, I personally do. Now, here's the thing I can't 100% debunk the, the theory. Uh, it's just that there are uh, certain avenues in my investigation that have a lot of dead ends, including uh, outreaching to those that are in charge of the account that put out the theory or the idea in the first place. You know, they have a 12 page document in which they only release two pages of, and they won't release. The rest uh, by their by their reasoning of it being that uh, they are under strict confidence to not release it.
0: You know, it's funny because it's it's headlines like this on the screen that make people doubt with all the lies we've been told. It says here uh, Avicii, Bennington, Cornell and Bourdain were not working on a child sex trafficking documentary and did take their own lives. Oh, you're going to just tell me that as if I'm not allowed to ask questions. Well, all of a sudden I'm a little more curious and. People did have questions about the Avicii thing. I know he was going through his own problems. And, and then the uh, Bourdain issue, there were there were questions of that too. But your, your investigation is focused on Cornell and Bennington. So do you think there's anything there that would lead to what might be called mysterious circumstances in their death? Because that's what people were concerned about with these two uh, great musicians. 100%. You know,
4: I've... I've started off with the theory. I wanted to just examine that first, but I did already do a series on Chris Cornell. I evaluated some of the timelines and some of the things that were reported uh, within the police investigation. And I will say that a lot of it just does not add up. Uh, so is is the latter piece a mystery? Absolutely. I think that there are a lot more questions that I have than I do have answers. However, uh, you know, I think the first step is for all of us to illustrate all of this, put it on the table. What do we concretely know? Even if the facts and the things that were reported on the, uh, you know, officially don't make sense, let's examine what doesn't make sense and go from there.
0: Now, the stories kind of just disappeared. I mean, there was interest in them for, for you know, a little bit after the, the, the deaths happened and people were looking at it and then it kind of went away. Why did you feel motivated to reinvestigate this stuff?
4: Yeah, I feel that the truther movement, you know, we, we've had such a sense of, you know, uh, uh, disengaging with mainstream media, which is fair, right? So we have essentially believed influencers and those uh, out there, those personalities, to spoon feed us information. And unfortunately, that co- does come with. A um, strand of things that are infiltrated, maybe theories or things that are kind of, you know, um, uh, a little bit twisted from the truth. Right. And so I think that it's fair to reexamine this and, you know, uh, it's look at it from a concrete perspective, nothing that uh, a personality or an account fed me, but from a critical analysis And I think that we ought to treat all of our information that way. We need to look into it a second or third time and cross analyze these things that are telling, you know, that maybe a personality or an account is telling us to believe in one certain way. So that's what got me uh, looking into it is just uh, looking at my facts and the the information that I've fed more concretely as we should with everything.
0: So are you continuing to investigate this? Do you have more questions or are there any have you have you reached, say, a dead end or any conclusions with this?
4: I've definitely reached a lot of dead ends to it. However, with the information that I have reco- uh, recovered, uh, at, for instance, with Chris Cornell, there's a series on my YouTube, for instance. Anybody can go watch that five-part series and come out with a lot more questions that are not necessarily on the foundation of the silent children theory, which is the goal, right? Uh, so I definitely have a lot more questions that i would love to get answered however um you know i think that there's a lot more to uncover with chester bennington's piece which i'm uh, working on at this very moment but i think that you know uh redirecting the uh the our eyes to look a certain way versus what we were told is probably the better avenue
0: is anybody else still interested in this because i mean again at the time there were a lot of internet slews talking about this and making this a big issue. I didn't see about it or hear about it for years until I started seeing your coverage again. Is there any interest left there or are you kind of out on an island?
4: You know what, I think people are so married and devoted to the theory. And that's what they are willing to write on. And so my my concentration is to break at least a few people away from it. Um, There definitely isn't a lot more interest that there was maybe a couple years ago. I think that there we were at the height of the conspiracy. You know. theory, great awakening type of era. Um, So I, I definitely don't think that there's as much interest. However, if we do garner a lot more eyes on what is concretely reported, even like I said before, even if it is reported weirdly, then we can probably make a lot more progress as a collective to question it and put more pressure on that information.
0: Well, there might be some dead ends there and a lot of questions remain. But another another interesting topic of research that you are continuing to engage in is what appears to be blatant pedophilia in the fashion industry. And I'm quite frankly shocked at some of the images that you share on Twitter. Uh, viewer discretion advised. I want to get into that on the other side of this. Uh, folks, if you want to follow all of Natalie's great work at Natalie Denise on twitter you can find her threads on cornell and bennington her research there and then also we'll go into some of your threads on what appears to be blatant pedophilia in the fashion industry and folks i'm telling you you see this stuff and you almost can't even believe it but the images that you see on from some of these uh, fashion designers they can only be evaluated one way
2: InfoWars is winning info wars is reaching more people than ever We were supposed to be off the air months and months and months ago. Mainstream media told you, but it's not true. They told you we were going to be shut down. They told you we owed a billion and a half dollars. None of that's true. It's all being appealed. They want you to think InfoWars is dead. But if you simply stand up and support InfoWars, we've got years and years of appeals and we will not be taken off the air. But if they can convince you that we've been shut down, they're going to win. Don't let the globalists psyop you and your family. Go to InfoWarsTore.com and get incredible products, supplements, books, films, t-shirts, you name it, that fund the InfoWar and empower your life and let the globalists know their psyop has not worked. Thanks for keeping us on air. Take action at InfoWarsTore.com today because the only people that can take us off the air is you, the viewers and listeners. The majority of you have not been psyoped but some of you had. Do not let the globalist brainwash you. Go to infowarstore.com keep us on the air. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfowarsStore.com clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top, but right now is the critical juncture. So please go to InfowarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now. Donate
3: now. Donate now. Donate now. Donate now. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show.
0: So it was about a month or so ago when Balenciaga dropped an ad that shocked and horrified the world that had all sorts of undertones of child abuse and pedophilia. And it kind of got swept under the rug, all things considered, and Balenciaga really gets away scratch free with even Kim Kardashian and others trying to justify what they did just disgustingly. But What was amazing, Natalie, that you discovered was Balenciaga is not alone in this. And in fact, upon your own research, I was stunned when I looked at the threads on your Twitter feed to find that there's all sorts of similar things out there uh, that Balenciaga was doing with these photo shoots with minors. And it wasn't just Balenciaga. First of all, before you get into what was discovered here, and, and look, viewer discretion advised folks, we're going to show you some images of children that these fashion uh, industry is is using that is quite shocking and horrifying. But uh, before we even get into the details of it, I mean, how do you even explain this? Is an explanation even offered?
4: It really isn't. I mean, it's just, it, what's so weird is it kind of seems like an inside not a joke, but like just an inside thing that goes on in the fashion industry, which is so strange to me. That like a wink and a nod, like, yeah, the we're most all demented into this. Themes, like a child, you know, dismemberment and child, children in distress and pain and things like, and gore and Satanism. I mean, it's just really weird. I mean, this is the fashion.
0: So we may have just lost connection there. We'll get Natalie reconnected shortly. Uh, Natalie, we just lost connection. You were you were explaining How does this have anything to do with fashion? um, This, this, this undertone of child abuse.
4: Right. Yeah. It's a question for me too. I mean, I, you know, it it just seems to be like a common undertone in the fashion industry. It's kind of like a sick inside joke to them that they like uh, children in distress and, you know, children in pain and gore and Satanism. It's just, it's the wildest thing that I've ever seen. And I, you know, it, it, I've have seen different tones of this with certain people that I've looked into in the past. I just didn't know that it was so widely uh, shared with the fashion industry and fashion industry insiders.
0: Yeah. The amount of images you found is, is horrifying in and of itself. And it's, you know, again, it's not just the obvious questions of how does this have anything to do with fashion? I think it's, it's shocking how, Really, it's not even that beneath the surface. I mean, there have, been, there have been issues in the past where people have dug in, say, I think there was like the Wayfair scandal and other things where people would find like a pair of shoes for like $16,000 or like a weird chair for like $30,000 and people thought maybe there was something else going on there with these secret links, these secret tabs that you had to have the exact uh, tab to get access to. But with these images, I mean, this stuff isn't really hidden that beneath the surface. I mean, I mean you, just get, you just get right beneath the surface, it's all there.
4: Oh yeah, I mean the recent the recent scandal that uh, I guess has been going on is just you know uh, r- r- blatant pedophilia, you know, and again it just trickles down uh, from you know some of our key players that we we've uh, recently discovered within the Balenciaga saga, uh, but then somehow it, it it sort of connects to uh, other industries in other countries, so you know and. Uh, what what I'm referring to is a recent one that I uncovered with um, another account called Cancel Balenciaga 22 on Instagram. So this was a Ukrainian gr- fashion photography collective that u- literally utilized children in their shoots in a very sexualized manner. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know why people, um, you know, besides pedophiles, uh, would, would find this appealing in the fashion world.
0: You know, and, and here's the... When we look at the media, because they get to decide, right? They pick and decide what they want to panic about. And and here's an example i use. There was a, um, it was either a country music singer or maybe she was like a reality TV uh, star. I can't remember. Maybe you can help me remember. But she's at a wedding with her family and she has a Trump hat on. And uh, I think her name was uh, Sweeney or something. And, and the media throws this tirade, and they're like, oh my gosh, Sydney Sweeney, thank you, I think she's a country singer. And the media's like, oh my gosh, look, and she's got a, someone has a Trump hat at a wedding, my God, it's a wedding with a Trump hat! And there's this whole, they, they, they go up into this tizzy about it, but then there's James Gunn, who openly sexualizes children with internet posts, and he just continues to get new jobs in Hollywood. So it's like, oh, cancel the girl for a Trump hat, but oh, James Gunn sexualizing children with internet posts on the on, uh, on these websites, well, that's forgive and forget.
4: Oh yeah. I mean, talk about that, those industries, but also in the fashion industry, right? Like when you uh, look at Vogue, for instance, Vogue was actually implicated in one of the most recent uncoverings with these very sexualized uh, fashion collectives. And they actually selected, uh, this, this group as one of the top, 100 artists in the entire world. And this was out of about, I believe it was like 30,000 entries. And this one group called Gorsad Kiev, uh, which if you went to their Instagram right now, you would see that they have minors up on Instagram. So, you know, there are very uh, many facets we can look at. We can look at the uh, social media space, keeping these images on these accounts, keeping these accounts afloat, but also Vogue, right? Vogue selected them. And when you even look at the irony in all this, you know, Anna Wintour uh, decided to cut ties like just out of example. I know Kanye has a lot, you know, a scandal even attached to him in itself. But when Kanye started speaking out, uh, they cut ties with Kanye, but they can't cut ties with child sexual abuse or even make a statement on the Valenciaga scandal. Right. So if you look at that from uh, uh, from that perspective, the entire fashion industry could actually do a lot more to speak out and make a statement about it but you see what sort of side they're on because of their lack of response
0: speaking of kanye or yay rather where is he he's disappeared off the map are you concerned
4: um, he actually was spotted yesterday with a mysterious blonde uh, woman. Yesterday, I believe they were walking into some hotel or some venue. Mysterious. Uh, what, what does jeans that mean? And a hat. So I don't think I'm not too concerned. I think he just went off the grid. They, I think there were rumors that he went to uh, he visited Ghana or something like that. Uh, probably just to get away from all the all the craziness.
0: Well, I'm going to be continuing to follow your coverage on all these stories. It really doesn't get covered anywhere else. So I appreciate you doing the groundwork on all of this, folks. It's Natalie Denise on Twitter. Let me correct that. Natalie Denise at it. It's Natalie Denise. And uh, where else can people follow your work, Natalie?
4: Oh, they can find me on Instagram. YouTube uh, is my regular as well. But Instagram, Twitter and YouTube uh, are my main my main platform. So thank you so much.
0: All right, so if any of these stories interest you, you're probably not going to see coverage like it anywhere else except right there at it's Natalie Denise on Twitter and her YouTube channel. Natalie, thank you so much for joining us today. Keep up the great work.
4: Thank you. You guys have a great day. All
0: right, there she goes. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, it's always important to make sure that InfoWars exists as the mothership so that we can give a a platform and a and a bigger voice to people like Natalie Denise doing that work out kind of in, in the darkness, and we need to bring light to the work that she's doing and, and with so many other guests and issues here as well. So continue supporting us by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. Again, ladies and gentlemen, the 50% off specials have to come to an end soon. We're running out of product. It's kind of a catch-22. We like selling the product cheap and getting it off the shelves and, and keeping the thing going. But also, when we sell it cheap, we're not making as much money. And in the Biden supply chain, it's it's harder to get the things back in stock. So the 50% off specials at InfoWarsStore.com are going to be coming to an end soon. And some of the top-selling, top-rated products like Vitamin Mineral Fusion that is 50% off are selling out quickly. So get to InfoWarsStore.com, take advantage of these sales before it's too late.
2: Mark Twain, one of America's greatest writers and satirists and minds, famously said more than 150 years ago, rumors of his demise had been greatly exaggerated because the newspapers kept saying he died decades before he did die. And it's the same psyop today. InfoWars is more influential and more powerful than ever because of your support and because of the facts of what we've covered is coming true. But if they can convince you we've been shut down, if they can convince you that we're going away and you stop supporting, you stop spreading the word, then they do win. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one group of people that can shut down InfoWars, and that's you, the viewers and listeners. If you decide we're done, we're done. If you decide to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get supplements and books and films and T-shirts and so much more, we will stay on the air indefinitely. It is all in your hands. So thanks for your support. Stand up against the globalists. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and keep us on air. It's up to you.
3: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Making talk radio great again. This is The War Room with Owen Shroyer.
0: Alright, I want to look at the geopolitical news now. And of course, on top of all of this is Davos that is about to kick off. And the list has just leaked. We have that at InfoWars.com. Breaking, Davos 2023 guest list leaked. Globalist preparing final phase of the Great Reset Takeover. Now, I know there's going to be journalists there reporting, and we'll be talking to them. But the thing is, this thing is so locked down, and, and they, they secure this thing. It's like the Super Bowl. You can't even get access. So the reporters will be there behind the massive walls and, and fences and security apparatus. <laughs> and it's just reminding you, These are the elites dominating you. And oh, they're just setting policy because, you know, they need to dictate what's going to be done with the AI rollout, how the corporate world government is going to function with the social credit score and the medical tyranny. And they're building the future to control you because after all, they're the stewards of humanity. Yes. It's all a giant cabal. And the entire idea and concept and foundation of America is against groups like this imposing their will on you. And that's why they seek to destroy our great country. And we must protect it at times with life and limb. But here's what's going on. So the situation in Russia... Again, the media is just completely missing the boat, as they always do, but that's because they don't want to get it right, and they're driven by hatred of Russia and the propaganda that they consume. But there's two developments happening right now. We are facing the entire NATO in Ukraine, Kremlin says, as UK moles battle tanks. Russian Security Council Secretary Nikolai Pastrachev has issued ultra-provocative words claiming that it's not fundamentally Ukraine that Russia is at war with, but that the Russian military is facing all of NATO inside Ukraine. So there's a couple aspects of this. You have, honestly, the one thing you need to understand is that Putin is really being... I don't want to say... It's not even passive-aggressive. He's being very tolerant and patient during this entire process. And I think to a, to to an extent he's upsetting some of his military generals and maybe even some of his troops because they're kind of going over there with kid gloves. And I think some of the other generals in Russia that weren't given command of these operations, he cut he cut deals with the generals that basically that he trusts, Putin trusts and he said, "You're going to be in charge of this. I won't I'm not going to tell you how to wage this war, but we're going to come to some agreements on some things." And some of the concessions was it's going to be as non-aggressive as possible with as little death as possible. That's what Putin demanded, and he was able to find some generals to agree with that. Most generals don't agree. Some of the troops and some of the generals are like, let's just wipe these guys off the map. What are we doing here? Why are we playing games with our food is how they look at it. And then they look at the West and the United States with absolute disdain because we're the ones really funding and waging this war against Russia. But here's the analogy. Here's the analogy. I like to use sports analogies, and so we'll use one here. This is like if I am the Dallas Cowboys and I have a game and, and the Cowboys, me and me, me and the Cowboys, take the field and we're scheduled to play the Philadelphia Eagles. And so we get out there on the field and we're expecting to play the Philadelphia Eagles. And so here come the Philadelphia Eagles out of the tunnel. And you're like, all right, there's the Eagles. We got a game against them. But then you keep noticing. And then you're like, well, wait a second, that guy, he plays for the green Bay Packers there. And that guy over there, he plays for the Minnesota Vikings. And and that guy's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this guy over here, he's on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that guy, he plays for the New York jets. And then all of a sudden you look, wait a second, we're not playing the Eagles. We're playing all these other teams. And so that's like it is in Russia. Russia's like, all right, we got a situation with Ukraine. We've got some issues here with Ukraine. I guess we're going to war with Ukraine. And then you show up and it's really just all these Western countries and their troops and their weapons and their money and their propaganda. And so this is angering the Russians. But Putin already made deals with his generals and they aren't breaking them. And here's what's going on now. Ukrainians to start training on Patriot missiles in U.S. as soon as next week. And remember, that liar Zelensky, he said, we don't need training. We know how to use all of your weapons and equipment. Oh, he lied. Go figure. So now, why are they training here? I think that's, I mean, they might be doing that as a distraction. They're training in Poland right now, folks. They're already training in Poland, not just how to use the Patriot missiles, but but tanks and other weapons as well. And, and helicopters and everything. So this is almost like a distraction. And they're probably just bringing these Ukrainians over here as a propaganda stunt. But this just shows you the West and the U.S. have no, at least at the White House level, at the Pentagon level, at the military level, have no interest in stopping what they're doing in Ukraine right now. It is dangerous. It is out of control. And it needs to be stopped. And a peace deal needs to be reached. And if, if we can't reach a peace deal... I mean, I mean, really, If you want if you want to take a stand and pretend like the U.S. is still the leader of the free world, you stand up and you say, we're not going to get involved in this, or we're going to stop getting involved in this, whichever one you think has more leverage, until we get a peace deal. And so then that puts the onus on Russia, or that puts the onus on Ukraine, whichever way you play it, whichever way strategically you think is better, to make significant progress in reaching a peace deal but none of that's going on everybody just wants war Putin tried to tried for peace multiple times he put his demands out there for years and they never did it and now they've got their little Zelensky in there their little warmonger laundering money and weapons through Ukraine for the west in their proxy wars against Russia and their other proxy wars going on in that region. But they haven't realized in their arrogance, in their hubris, they haven't realized the rest of the world is done with these war games, done with the Western military industrial complex, and that Russia is actually gaining momentum, leverage, influence, and respect in the geopolitical world, and the U.S. is sliding down the table. And they're acting like this story is proof that Russia is losing the war. It's not. Russia artillery fired down nearly 75%, U.S. officials say, and latest sign of struggles for Moscow. No, ladies and gentlemen, there's either one of two things happening here. And maybe both, actually. First of all, as I explained, the Russian military is now getting back and sitting on its hind legs. They're girding themselves for winter. And it's been pretty mild over there, so I guess it's not cold enough for them to make their next move. But this isn't signs that Russia is struggling. It's the exact opposite, folks. The Russian troops are well-fed. They're well-nourished. They, they've got all the equipment they need. They, they, everything is good as far as the Russians basically hunkering down right now, getting prepared. It's the Ukrainian fighters, wherever they may be from, that are, that are short on food, short on weapons, short on everything. So Putin may be saying, let's, let's stay hunkered down here. And let's try for a peace deal at all costs. Or we're hunkering down here waiting to make our next move until the time is right. And the media just says, look, Russia's not firing. They must be losing. They must be struggling. When it's the exact opposite, folks. It's the Ukrainian troops that are struggling. It's the Ukrainian troops that are starving and freezing, lacking equipment, lacking ammunition. and, And quite frankly, quickly lacking the will. The only will to continue waging this war is from Zelensky's propagandists and the United States Western military industrial complex. And this is going to be one of those things where I hope this thing doesn't get out of control. We'll see how big and bold the West is, but it might even come down to something where the world just moves on and kind of just treats the United States of America under Biden like like a little kid flicking a spitball at you or something. And just says, you know what? We're not going to respond to you anymore. Just just sh- shoe fly. shoe fly. And the involvement between China and Russia and the BRICS system, I think, is the proof that the rest of the world now has very little regard or respect for the United States under Joe Biden.
2: Infowars is winning. Infowars is reaching more people than ever. We were supposed to be off the air months and months and months ago. Mainstream media told you, but it's not true. They told you we were gonna be shut down. They told you we owed a billion and a half dollars. None of that's true. It's all being appealed. They want you to think InfoWars is dead. But if you simply stand up and support InfoWars, we've got years and years of appeals and we will not be taken off the air. But if they can convince you that we've been shut down, they're gonna win. Don't let the globalists psyop you and your family. Go to InfoWarsTore.com and get incredible products, supplements, books, films, t-shirts, you name it, that fund the infowar and empower your life and let the globalists know their psyop has not worked. Thanks for keeping us on air. Take action at InfoWarsTore.com today because the only people that can take us off the air is you, the viewers and listeners. The majority of you have not been psyoped, but some of you have. Do not let the Globless brainwash you. Go to info.store.com and keep us on the air. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the quote. Fallen or sinful state. So, the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled.
0: some interesting developments happening. I think this is going to be an ongoing story in this 118th Congress, specifically in the House. The Republicans in the House are doing serious business. And we'll see how much of the Republican effort in the House dies with Mitch McConnell at the Senate. And it's just, man, what a shame. We didn't address election integrity. And now... All the good things that Republicans in the House are doing are going to go to the Senate to die like abolishing the IRS and and, and getting this this complex tax bracket out of our lives. The only hope you really have is maybe Kirsten Cinema and the gentleman from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, But even then, I, I, don't think they, I, I don't think they still don't have the votes, right? I mean, it's 52 for the Democrats. So even if two Democrats switched, they wouldn't have the votes. So it's sad. I think this, I think this Republican-led House is going to make a lot of great efforts. And because of Mitch McConnell, all the efforts are going to go to the Senate to die. Really sad stuff about that. But we'll, we'll pick that up, that story up. Let me, let me finish with some of this geopolitical news. Brazilian Senator Lula's justice minister knew about attack beforehand, stood by, and did nothing. The Brazilian, January 6th, goes on. Brazilian Senator Marcos Doval says he has evidence. The new leftist justice minister, Flavio Deneau, was informed of the threat against the government buildings in Brasilia and did nothing. That is the capital of Brazil, Brasilia, more inland Val plans to visit the gym where protesters are being held without charges, attorneys, or basic amenities. It's the it's the Brazilian January sixth, and again they knew that there was a threat to their capital, and the local communists stood down to have their Reichstag moment, just like they did here on January sixth, and then the attacks of Bolsonaro and the media continue, and so you know I, I look. The reason why it's important you understand the syndication process of Internet news it's, it's, it's so that you understand how they try to force this into your consciousness. And so you open your computer or your Internet tabs or whatever. They want you to land on their propaganda sites like MSN. They want you to use their propaganda sites and they get force fed into your email and so that's what they do, and that's and they syndicate it everywhere across all their propaganda sites, like this one from MSN, Brazil riots put spotlight on Trump-Bolsonaro relationship. So it's all, it's all about demonizing Trump with this, demonizing Bolsonaro, making it out like, oh, right-wing extremism is the problem around the world, when we all know it's the exact opposite. It's left-wing extremism that is the problem all around the world. So what do they do? They project... They reflect, they deflect, and they give you the reverse reality. It's left extremism that's the problem, so they say right extremism is the problem, and then they write all the articles, and then they syndicate them to every major news outlet that they control so that it's force-fed into your consciousness, and you don't even know any better. You're not politically informed or concerned at all. You just see it and accept it like, oh, wow, Trump-Bolsonaro must be bad, right-wing bad. And you have no idea what's actually going on. But let me do this. Because this I think is what it really comes down to. Forget about Republicans or Democrats, forget about Trump or Biden, forget about Lula or Bolsonaro, forget about the politics of it, forget about the debates, just just remove everything and look at a story at the lowest common denominator, face value, objectively, universally speaking, as you possibly can. And I think it's highlighted perfectly with the story from the Gateway Pundit today. Trust your senses. Comparison of Trump, Bolsonaro, Biden, and Lula crowd sizes. So again, forget about your politics and all the other stuff that's going around in your head right now. And just think of this as a standalone. Forget about what you think about the election results in 2020 or in 2022 in Brazil. Forget about all of it. When you look at the objective, universal facts that are easily observable with the naked eye and the human experience, Donald Trump is a thousand times more popular than Joe Biden. Higher Bolsonaro. ...is a hundred times more popular than Lula. This is objective fact. This is easily observable with the human eye fact. With all kinds of different examples. Whether, it wanna, whether you want it to be rally size. Whether you want it to be impressions on, on internet posts. Whether you want it to be general interest in news stories merchandise sales, I mean, all of it, all of it. It would be like going to Yankee Stadium and seeing every seat in the stadium filled, every person filling a seat with a New York Yankees jersey on, and then going down to the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, and it's 2,000 people in the stadium Practically empty, and half the fans are for the opposing team. Well, what do you conclude by that? The New York Yankees are a lot more popular than the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Easily observable, universal fact. It's the same phenomenon with Trump versus Biden. It's the same phenomenon with Bolsonaro versus Lula. Now, anybody being honest... Anybody who's being honest would accept that basic fact. Okay, so now you get into the issue of the elections. Well, gee, how is it that Biden gets more votes than Donald Trump? How is it that Lula gets more votes than Bolsonaro? It doesn't pass the eye test, it doesn't pass the smell test, it doesn't pass the reality test. So who knows? What goes on when the elections go down? Who knows how Joe Biden gets more votes or Bolsonaro loses to Lula? But the fact that there isn't a universal question being easily observed and asked, which is, how is it that Trump, who is vastly more popular than Biden, by any metric observable with the human eye and the human experience, How is it that Bolsonaro, who is more popular by any easily observable through the human experience facts with your eye, with your senses, how is it that those two men, vastly more popular, unarguably more popular, lose in elections? How is that possible? Anybody that is focused on reality, anybody who's asking the real questions, anybody that's observing this would ask this. But. Of course, something is up. Something doesn't add up here. And we know why the left doesn't want you to ask these questions. And we know why the left wants to turn these questions into violence and and claims that you're violent if you ask these questions. Because they know it doesn't add up because they're the ones rigging the score. They know their candidates are not popular and don't win legitimately. So they create false flag events and censorship activity to try to confuse the general public and deceive you from what is clear, easily observable, universal fact that Donald Trump is 100 times more popular than Joe Biden and that Bolsonaro is 100 times more popular than Lula. So, yeah, you should be asking the obvious question. How is it that Trump and Bolsonaro lost despite every easily observable through the human experience real world metric would prove. That Lula and Biden never had a chance to win an election and are nowhere near as popular as their counterparts were. But we don't get to have that discussion. We don't get to have that debate. And we're told, don't believe our own lying eyes. Don't believe the reality of the human experience in the 3D world. Don't believe any of it. Believe the mainstream media propaganda. Believe the election results that make no sense to you. Just believe it because they told you to. But then again, if you don't believe it, we're going to censor you. We're going to silence you. We're going to threaten you. And we might even show up to arrest you and lock you up and throw away the key so that you don't shut up or so that you will shut up and you don't question these obvious observations. There's a war against our masculinity. There's a war in the
2: environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I got to tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private-labeled, three of the top best sellers in the country right now. But it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label. Of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max, it's Pain MD, and it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. Yield it to yourself
3: and your way of life and your well being to try these out and fund the InfoWar.